Okay, in this part we're going to continue with our orientation. And we're going to be focusing on now, federal and state systems. And for this, we're going... Uh, there are video notes that I have, and there are a couple of... Um, yeah, all of it was video notes. Uh, there, so for... Excuse me. So there are four sources of law in the United States. Uh, you have the Constitution, you have statutes, you have administrative regulations, and you have case law. And they kind of follow that hierarchical... Uh, value of importance where the constitution is the supreme law underneath that statutes uh, but the statutes need to abide by the constitution and underneath that you have administrative regulations which also need to abide by statutes and the constitution so on so forth through case law okay so where do these sources come from uh, constitution is supreme Co uh, supreme law of the land it was the first uh, document uh, organizing uh, the federal government and it's where federalism comes from. Uh, states have certain powers. Federal government has certain powers, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, statutes come from Congress, and they bind both the federal and state governments. An example of the statute would be the Affordable Care Act, um, ACA, Obamacare. Um, those are all the same thing. Uh, administrative regulations are given by an agency, who can determine which laws can be implied and enforced. And then case law is interesting because it has the lowest authority, but it's also used to determine if one source violates another source of law. Uh, this is where a lot of the common law comes into play, where, uh, for example, uh, you have this case that is minimal in its authority, but it can be used to say this statute violates the Constitution. Therefore, this statute is not constitutional. So even though it has the lowest authority, it can be used to uh, diminish the authority of other uh, sources of law. Okay, so th the next thing we talked about in the video was systems of government. Uh, they run parallel. You have the federal judicial system, and you have the state judicial system. And they have a very similar court system, even though there are some variations So, the federal judicial system is built up of a Supreme Court with nine justices, uh, which can grant cert uh, from any federal court of appeals or from the highest uh, state court. Uh, and then there are 13 circuit courts of appeals, which are geographical by district courts. And they hear the cases from district courts, um, typically in bulk, which just means that a Sorry, not in block. Typically in panels of three to four judges, even though the circuit courts can have uh, several judges, they listen to cases in three to four, unless if they hear in block, which means in bonk, B-A-N-C, I believe is how it's spelled, which means that they can, uh, they listen to a case in front of the whole court. Okay, and then the third tier is 94 district courts, ranging from one to four courts per state. Mentioned before, Iowa has two. Uh, state judicial systems runs parallel in the sense of they have a high court, a court of appeals, and a trial court. Uh, the difference is that all these courts draw their sources of law from state materials, uh, state matters, or from the Supreme Court, but not from 
um, federal appellate or district courts. Okay, so the takeaways from this, uh, there are four main sources of law, uh, Supreme Court, um, statutes, uh, administrative regulations, or case law. Uh, And then there is the federal and state level of courts that form a parallel three-tier court system. And that's it as far as the sources of law. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Law Schoolers. Before I let you go, there are four things I want to say. The first thing is if you enjoyed these episodes and if you enjoyed the website, I would invite you to go and join Law Schoolers Pro. And you can do that by going to lawschoolers.com slash join. It's a way for you to support us, but there's also a lot of features there that I think you will enjoy. Second thing is that nearly all of our episodes are unedited. The only ones that aren't are pre-law materials, and the reason for that is so you can actually see the legal material in its raw form as I'm learning it as well. The third thing is that the information contained in these episodes are specifically only for educational purposes. They're not to be used as legal advice, and with that, the fourth thing is if it is used as legal advice, we are not liable. That is, law schoolers is not liable for any legal outcomes. Thank you again for enjoying the show. Have a good one.